What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Rockcast brought to you by Onyx Hunt Maps. Coming to you with a kind of an urgent podcast here. We talked to John Stallone about some things happening down in Arizona, um, Oregon, Washington, California right now. And basically predator hunting is being threatened. And even in Oregon, all hunting is being threatened. So now's the time to band together and um, stick up for uh, one another and get on this thing. You can go to howlforwildlife.org, H-O-W-L, forwildlife.org to uh, get started to sign the petition. And yeah, I'm just going to turn it over to John and he'll explain everything a little bit in better detail. All right, John, do you just want to go right into it about what's going on in Arizona right now? Yeah. Um, it's not, honestly, it's not just Arizona. I just found out that they, uh, there's one placed in California and they're hitting Washington and Oregon again. Um, so, but for specifically for Arizona, what's going on is every five years, the commission, they, they have to evaluate the current rules and regulations. So there is an open comment period. And that open comment period is um, so they can get input, input from the public, right? And what's going on right now is that anti-hunting groups, Hughes is kind of is pushing it. He, they're the main driver, but there's two other smaller organizations, uh, Arizona Mountain Lion Association or something like that, and some other small bio diversity, something or other. <laughs> um, and what's going on is they're having all their minions place negative comments in the open comment section. So when the 31st is up, um, it'll look very lopsided. The Fish and Game Commission will open all these emails and say, wow, there's a big outreach, you know. We got two, they got 2,000 emails, 3,000 emails from, from people saying they want mountain lion hunting banned and bear hunting and bobcat hunting banned, banned in Arizona. And there's no comments in here from the hunters saying that we believe in this as a management tool, et cetera. Um, it's a real sneaky tactic and they know how to play the game and that's what they're doing. They're, they're playing the game right now because they know we're not paying attention. And if it wasn't for the fact that the email was leaked out, um, we wouldn't even know they were doing it. Really? Yeah. Um, somebody in leaked an email that said, Hey, I see all these emails coming in from, from, uh, anti-hunting groups, but I don't see anybody from the, you know, from the hunters speaking up against it. Wink, wink type deal. Yeah. So gotcha. That's how it got on the our radar. And, um, so I'm on the board for, how for wildlife and how for wildlife that's what they deal deal with just these types of things just management wildlife management and hunting and fish in hunting and fishing so uh you know anything that's going to affect the the animals and habitat or anything like that directly um those are those are the type of issues like how doesn't get involved with like the trail cam ban that just happened over here and in utah we wouldn't get involved in stuff that's a that's a people issue um so what what uh 
what we need to do right now is get as many people, whether you hunt in Arizona or you plan to hunt in Arizona or even never plan to hunt in Arizona, uh, we need to get everybody to understand how important it is uh, moving forward that we need to start locking arms. We need to start working together, whether you're a bear hunter, whether you're a duck hunter, elk hunter, deer hunter, doesn't matter, predator hunter. Um, even if it doesn't interest you and even if it's not even in your own state, the great thing about this country is that we're allowed to go to other states and hunt, right? I mean, that's getting more and more popular. More and more people are going out of state hunting. Um, I've been doing it for 25 years plus more than that, really technically, because I lived here in Arizona and for 30 and I've, I've been, I've been traveling to go hunting for at least that long. Um, so it's getting more and more popular and it, it's it, which is a great thing because it means more tag sales. And it looks like, looks like more people are hunting, you know, one guy yep. goes, hunts three States. It looks like there's three hunters and not just one, but um, as far as the numbers are concerned. So, but the, the main thing is we are losing the battle because we're so, we're so um, divided yeah. So divided as a group, everybody likes their, whatever that it is that they do. And they could give two shits about, excuse my French, about what the, what the other guy's doing. So, you know, what, why, why would a guy in, you know, New York who whitetail hunts care about a guy in Arizona who wants to go lion hunting? He doesn't cause he's not going to do it. Right. And it doesn't affect him, but it does affect, you know, um, it affects us all. If we, every time we lose hunting, they use it as precedence in another state. Yeah. And yeah. Don't give them an inch. Exactly. Exactly. You giving them an inch, they're going to take the whole arm. Right. So, um, what we need to do is we need to get on and either directly go to the fishing game. It's a uh, easy, uh, rule. I'm sorry. I got to look that up for you before I got okay. a turn. Um, it's a, I believe it's easy rulemaking. Uh, I've just, I've just been directing everybody to how for wildlife. Cause that's the easiest. It's H O W L for wildlife. You go on there, you put your name and your email address in, um, and you can sign up as a member and it doesn't cost you anything. They're not going to send you e emails. They're not going to send you newsletters. They're not going to bombard you and ask you for donations. Although the, it does work off a donation and you can donate money, which helps. Um, once you sign up, you don't even have to sign up to take action. You could just go straight to the take action button and you click on, you'll see Arizona bear and lion bobcat. And also on there, there's the Oregon um, with the situation that's going on in Oregon that mm -hmm. one of the commissioners stepped down. Um, and they're trying to get rid of hunting altogether in Oregon and Washington. So it's a freaking craziness. Um, so you click on the take action button at Howl for Wildlife and you click on the uh, Arizona uh, lion and bear ban and you just put your name and your address and then you click it. It automatically will send an email for you and it will sign you in as the for the petition and you're done. Um, and then I just, you know, I ask you guys to share it with your friends and family and anybody else, you know, who hunts and fishes and kind of spread the word because they're kicking our butts right now. They, last I understood, they had about 3000 emails in and we have about 500. 
Yeah, dang it. <clears throat> I got on there and signed it. Can you, do you have time to go into a little more detail on sure. like some of the, what's happening in the other states? Um, well, I haven't uh, educated myself with all the, uh, the exact statistics, but I know, uh, so California, I just, I just received the package that Houston has, um, Humane Society of the United States has, we shut them down last year. We got 20 something thousand people on board to knock their petition out right off the ballot box. Didn't even make it to the ballot box. It was on there and then they took it right down. But now they got smarter. And cause we used, we used science last time. Now there's, now they're inciting science, scientific research on their deal here. Because of climate change, bears don't do well with it. And that's why we need to eliminate it. Uh, because of the timing that we, we, um, we hunt bears, that there's a higher mortality rate for, for cubs. And yeah, not just all climate change, but stuff like that. Just, you know, not, not solid science. Just mm-hmm. anything that can grasp at straws. Um, they're, they're, they got some peer reviewed study in 2018, the bear populace. They're saying that we're, they said that the fishing game doesn't have an accurate number. Yeah. It's a bunch of stuff like that. And in Oregon, um, there's a couple things going on in Oregon, but the main thing right now is that the one of the main commissioners stepped down. So they're in a deadlock right now. I believe four votes to four votes. Um, because they have nine commissioners, they're trying to appoint. See, the, it's appointed by the governor. That's a position that's appointed by the governor. It's not an elected official. And the governor, who is a crazy, uh, from all accounts that I've heard, is a pretty crazy left wing person. Um, really doesn't care about hunting, and you know, should not be, really should not be in charge of it. And I think this is one of those things that I'd love to see changed in the future is that these people who are appointed to take care of uh, wildlife actually one care about wildlife two mm-hmm. are sportsmen. So they understand what's going on. Um, I think it should be against the law. So Arizona, the law there's five commissioners here. And the only thing that they have in place is that no three no more than three can be from the same political party. So you can't have, you know, five Democrats or five Republicans yep. on, on, um, on the ballot or excuse me, on the commission. So, uh, but I'm not, like I said, I'm not, unfortunately not well-versed on what's going on um, in, uh, no, I'm sorry. In Oregon, they're trying to ban all hunting. Washington's the, uh, is the commissioner thing. Sorry. That's okay. Getting the two of them mixed up, but it's pretty crazy, you know. Like, and this is what they do: they just um, they bombard every single wildlife agency. So we're all running around trying to protect what's dearest to us, and they know that we can't cover it all. So that's why Half Wildlife is trying to unite everybody to have one strong voice, and we could just aim it aim that howl, so to speak, in the direction of, of where it's needed, you know, and, and address all these points and get them, get them knocked down before they reach a point where 
lawyers need to get involved. Yeah. So what does that look like as far as like what we're signing the petition for? So they have already signed. How exactly is that dynamic? Like the people that have brought this up to ban like the mountain lions and stuff, how are we directly like blocking them? I guess. Can you just explain that process? Absolutely. So right now the way it works is in, in, in our case of Arizona, it's super easy for us to, to just get it off the, get it off the the block, you know, so to speak, or get it off the ballot box, so to speak, um, by showing an insurmount, like a, a larger amount than they, than they have. If the public opinion looks like most, most of the public wants it a certain way, then like if they, most of the public wants it to stay status quo, then it's going to stay status quo for at least another five years. If they don't, if we look like the public is more against it, then they have to revisit, you know, they have to visit it. They have to, to do research. They have to consult with the Arizona game and fish exact you know, themselves. The actual department has to come up with reasons of why they should keep it or why they shouldn't keep it. And it could possibly be taken away. So the last time they did this was in 2017 and the last, um, and they got away with making concessions. So they got, we got some of our rights taken away during that, that time, you know, our hunting for, uh, lions and bears was a little bit more liberal at that time. Um, I hate to use that word now. (laughs) Sorry if I'm offending anybody. It's, you know, uh, it's got, it's gotten to be a a dirty word and not what it, what it used to be, you know? Um, So, but the, the problem is, is right now we're not showing, we're not showing that we, that the public wants um, it to stay status quo, that the public cares about mountain lion hunting. Because if it shows that we don't, it's going to be easy, just like they did for the trail cam ban and anything else. If there's, if there's enough on one side or another, it's very easy for them to make the decision. Um, they don't need the science. They don't need the research. They don't need to, to spend the money to figure out whether or not this is a viable thing for the state. Gotcha. So, they just say it's that's public opinion. So we're going to go right. with it. Yeah. yeah. So like the public opinion is part of social science, right? So they'll use that science versus, you know, science, science. Yeah. Gotcha. Is there any other good place for folks to like get information like figuring out for me like it's hard because i hear about some of these issues that are coming up and i'm like how do people even find this stuff in the first place that's the thing there isn't so we again like i said earlier we would not have known about this happening how are you supposed to know that somebody's just sending emails yeah you can't so we are trying I'm, i'm we're currently looking for a liaison in every state to kind of keep their uh, their finger on the pulse. That anytime there's a little blip, you know, something pops up on the radar, that we know we could start directing, you know, directing the forces that way. Mm-hmm. And you know, unfortunately, some of this stuff you'll never know because it's going to come down to relationships with the game and fish department. You know, some of these game and fish departments now, 
and I don't know because I, I I don't want to I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. But from what I understand, like with the bear ban that happened in uh, Washington, was it last year or whatever? They were kind of the the department was for it, from what I understood. But I don't know a hundred percent because I wasn't involved in it. Now, hopefully, moving forward, I'll have a better understanding because I'm taking a more active role mm-hmm. in the actual in in each state, not just picking and choosing. Uh, you know, my battles, which I have been doing, you know, I've been picking and choosing battles for many, many years, but um, now I, I, you know, I understand the importance of, of looking at the country holistically and saying all hunting is, whether, whether I do it or not, all hunting is important. And, um, you know, if we look at just, you know, for those people who are not predator hunters for who would never hunt a lion or bear or bobcat in their life, you give you some quick numbers. The state of Arizona has 110,000 mule deer, roughly about 50,000 coos deer, 30,000 elk, about 40,000 javelina. And we have about 2,500 lions. 2,500 lions take about 130,000 undulants out of the herd each year. That's more than half the herd. That's 230,000 total undulants and 130,000 are getting eaten. Okay. So that's a lot. Arizona has, I think about a 354 um, lion cap that we take. I'm not sure what the bear is. I'd have to look at the tags and what the female limits, harvest limits and all that stuff are that the bear is a little bit, higher um but so we have 3500 bears here too um and so we're only allowed to kill 354 lions total last year and the year before we were under that we we're 320 and i think it was 3 305 or something the year previous and that you know 320 lions we saved 16,400 and whatever, you know, deer, elk, and have mm-hmm. Man, <clears throat> that's crazy. Which, I mean, it should, the more predators uh, that we can hunt and, you know, take out, I guess, sustainably, that opens up more opportunity for hunters or the theory is that anyways. Right, but, you, there, you know, there's there's a catch 22 with that too. You could look at Kaibab, you know, if you kill off too many predators, then the deer herd or the elk herd or whatever can destroy the habitat as well. So everything has to be balanced. And the, the thing is that their main argument, the anti hunters main argument is if let's just let it be because it worked fine on its own before man interrupt, you know, interfered. Right. Mm -hmm. But the problem is with that theory is that we are a part of the system more so now than we've ever been. When I was a kid, there was less than 5 billion people in the world. Now there's 8 billion people in the world. So we occupy and we consume so much. We're, we're, we're just a big takers. That's all the, you know, human beings are. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we, we just take, 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 take. So if we don't learn how to conserve what we got, and learn how to balance everything 
properly. And I'm not, I mean, this goes for more things than just wildlife. And I don't want to get into a whole thing, but if we don't learn how to do that, eventually it's all going to go away. And the, the thing is, if they let it go back to the way it was, and let's say we completely eliminate hunting, right? Mm-hmm. And completely eliminate wildlife management and just leave them be and let them do their own thing. There's going to be a series of cycles back and forth where the predators are going to knock the prey down so much that there's almost no prey left. And then the, the predators start dying off. And then the prey comes back and then there goes back and forth and back and forth. It will take up to, you know, 60 to a hundred years before it actually gets to a point where there's some kind of semblance of a, of balance. And that will only happen in those pockets, those like really large wilderness areas where there is, isn't a large, um, human impact that there, there isn't, we don't have our hands in everything because even roads like roads through forests and stuff like that changes things that changes things from what they were when they're thinking about when things were honky dory, you know, um, it's, it's, it's interesting. And I, I, I didn't come out and say this in the beginning. So I, I went to Colorado state university to get my master's in Rangeland management and ecology. I, I have a professional certificate from Penn Forester Forestry. And I, I got certified from Clemson University as a certified deer steward. So when I look at things, I always look at things holistically and I look at things, you know, anywhere you enter a system, there is, there is an you know, or you can think of it like this for every action, there's an equal or greater reaction, you know, somehow, some way, mm-hmm. wherever you come in, you got to fix it somewhere else, right? Cause you're changing something, something else is going to change on the other end. And that's what they don't understand. Or maybe they do understand. They just don't give a shit. I don't know, but I, it, it's hard to hit that home with, it's hard to hit hard enough to hit that home with hunters people who have some understanding of it, but it's hard and, but it's really hard to, to get that, to understand someone who who doesn't hunt, who's a non-hunter. And I'm not talking about anti-hunting. Um, so you almost, you almost get where they're coming from. They're just, they're, they feel that whatever they're doing is right, whether it is or not. And I, I, you know, I don't hate them for it. I, 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 I'm sure it comes in their mind. It comes from a good place, but they're, they're not looking at it the right way. And um, I don't know. I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but no, you're okay. I, uh, I just, I'm, I want to bring that up because I want to, I want to hit home again to everybody out there. That's why it's so important for us as hunters to stand up for the other guy because, you know, you it might not be you might not want to do that. You might not be a duck hunter, but if they take duck hunting away, then that duck hunter is going to get into mountain biking. Right. And five years down the line, when they come for elk hunting, which is what you love to do, he's not going to be involved in hunting. He doesn't give a shit about you. Now he's like, it's not part of his, you know, mm-hmm. it's not part of what he wants to do. 
It's a damn good point. So. Yeah, I think it could be a pretty detrimental effect, like giving them an inch, just like we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but is there is there anything else in particular you wanted to hit on with this? Um, I'm sure there is. To be honest with you, my yeah. brain is fried. <laughs> I've, been <laughs> yeah. at this, I've been at this all day. I've uh, done several podcasts on it, and um, and I apologize that you got the. Uh, the short end of the stick because you got the no. worst you got the worst out of all of it my brain is i've, I've been up since 3 a.m this morning and um yeah trying to get stuff out and and things working on the website and everything else so um but i think the main message main message here is one take the 30 seconds that it takes you to go sign the petition get involved Take an additional 30 seconds to sign up as a member of Howl for Wildlife. Like I said, it's not going to give you any, uh, it's not going to ask you for money. It's not going to send, you know, newsletters and all this stuff that you know, it's not going to spam you. Um, We're only going to contact you when we want you to stand up with us on on one of these issues. Um, And, and be good to each other, you know, because you could be standing in that same spot, like I said, a couple of years down the line. The, the way that the way that Houston works, and uh, they always go for the low hanging fruit, and they're just going to keep working their way up up the tree, right, until they get to those yep. bighorn sheep's and all those, you know, those fruit that are way up high. So. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What does the timeline look like for this? So we have to the 31st of January, which is not a okay. whole lot. Today's what, the 11th? Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's coming right up. Yeah, we got 20 days to show that we are more passionate than they are. Basically. Yeah. Well, let's uh let's push it. This this podcast will be up today and and hopefully we'll get some more people to sign. Yeah. I hope so, because to be honest with you, what I'm seeing so far, it's pretty grim. Got a lot of people, you know, commenting on social media and all that stuff. Lots of people like, you know, but likes and comments don't help us out here. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. We need, we need people to actually take that extra step and, and, and take action. That's Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty dismal from what we've, what we've seen. And I don't have the exact numbers of people who are directly contacting. Um, but you know, I have some people inside that kind of feed me some little information, but that's, uh, still, we're not getting, we're not getting as much as we need to. Yeah. Not looking very good. No. Okay. Well, step up people. Yep. Seriously. I, I, I know what it is. That's it's because it's lions and bears. Like, yeah, it's like I said, low hanging fruit. If it was coyotes, it'd be even less. So yeah. And if you become a member, you'll get um, notified about the California one when we have that up and we just, we just need to do our research on it first. We just found out about it today, gotcha. I, I mean, but not even two hours ago, I got the email um, and uh, Washington and then Oregon. Washington's already up there. Um, Oregon, we're still kind of trying to piece it through and figure out how we, how we get involved in that. Cause it's already gone past a certain point. Um, so 
Okay. 